Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. So we have some friends that would have kids and they don't leave the house for three months. My wife, like four hours into having a kid, she's like, we're going to Target. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I put a sleep mask on. It's dude in the afternoon when the sun's out because even with your blinds are closed. You live like a divorcee. <laughs> like with a silk robe with fuzzy sleeves. Just wake up to get his Amazon Prime package at the door. You are Hugh without the harem of women. <laughs> the Dave and Mahoney Show. I would love to hear Audrey do more um, share impersonations. <laughs> Come on, Audrey. Just give, him a little, give him a little taste. Why? Just a little taste. It's so good. Please. No matter how hard I try. See? Yes. yes. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave, let us start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, behold, another incredibly stupid TikTok trend is out there. And I'm not blaming TikTok. I mean, people are going to do stupid stuff on the internet. It just seems like the trends on TikTok. No, uh, man, they were bad even on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, they were bad on Instagram. It just seems and like, Facebook. Facebook started a whole bunch of they, stupid They stuff. really did. But social media trends in general are very, very stupid. TikTok uh, is, is the current platform that is leading the way right now. Um, don't take your health advice from TikTok or any social media. Those people don't know what they're talking about. They make things up all of the time. There's, I, I don't know if you, I mean, I'm sure if you click on any news source, you hear about Ozempic and all this stuff with weight loss. Mm-hmm. I see that stuff everywhere. Um, and then there's all this talk of these trends on social media about nature's Ozempic and how you can lose the weight without, and it's, every doctor's like, that's just not. It's like by what, eating just garlic? It's just not true. It's just <laughs> like what is nature's you. Ozempic? Yeah. Uh, well, there's another health trend, and I use that in quotation marks because it's stupid. Uh, health officials are now fighting to convince people that the latest TikTok trend, which is adding borax to drinking water to reduce inflammation and ease joint pain, is actually incredibly dangerous for you, and it can kill you. If you're not familiar with what borax is, because I'm not. I was not. I'm like, is that the movie? Uh, it's, yeah. it's found in laundry detergents and cleaning supplies, and taken often, it can cause things like nausea and diarrhea and seizures and even vascular collapse. So just like many other online trends, no one is sure how the borax train started down the tracks, but it has become a thing, and if you are doing this, you are stupid and stop. Very stupid. I mean, like you said, Dave, if you're... Uh, desperate enough to pay attention to doctors who are online and not your actual primary physician or just, you know, any type of healthcare professional in person. Or people who just pretend to be healthcare professionals online. Like, they, they just decide that they're going to put the aura they out that cosplay, they know what they're talking about. Which, yes. I mean, there's shame on anybody who does that. Yeah. But um, it's just so interesting to me because I love seeing people who are requesting, hey, can you please tell me how to take care of this wart I found on my foot? They'll, they'll post that online on Facebook. And I'm like, why don't you just go to your doctor instead of asking your peers how to handle it? Like, it's just so weird. It's so bizarre to me. I yeah, don't know. Also, I don't get if it. you are, are experiencing inflammation or joint pain and then you think, I need to put some cleaning supply into my drinking water. Um, you're going to kind of get what's coming to you, I guess. You know, it's just sort of survival of the fittest at this point. So mm. good luck to you. Uh, some good news today as well. This super nerd is finally being recognized. It is a woman from Wisconsin, and she is making the news because she held the Guinness World Record for the largest collection of Winnie the Pooh memorabilia. Ew. Yeah, 23,632 unique items. It is, uh, they're saying, her home is filled with poo paraphernalia. <laughs> Stuffed animals, toys, clothing, costume, jewelry, watches, paintings, and more. And boy, 
Audrey, when I show you this picture, it is as creepy as you would imagine. Ah, that's a hoarder. I mean, that's just a different classification of a hoarder. Yeah, you're weird, man. Yeah. You're weird. I guess uh, she she said that when she when she dies, she plans to donate the whole collection to a museum in Canada where Winnie the Pooh's story actually started. I would like people who collect things of this magnitude to be studied. Yeah, no, there's something happened. I don't know what happened, but something happened. Why did do a, you need Winnie the Pooh that a, much Winnie the Pooh? Did a bear touch you? What happened? No. What, what, what's going on here? It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. There's a lot of things that we've seen online that everyone claims is going to lead to great wealth in the not-too-distant future if you just commit to it. And towards the top of that list, Bitcoin right? Because there's all the Bitcoin bros. And it's not just like dudes on the internet. I mean, like huge celebrities have gotten massive fines because they're out here. I mean, Tom Brady and Matt Damon. I mean, some of the A-list of the A-list were out here hawking Bitcoin. And not that there's not people out there who have made not made money off of Bitcoin. There's mm-hmm. absolutely something to it. But to the average person, you're probably going to get fleeced. I think that the problem is, is that we saw with Bitcoin and with just any type of digital currency, we saw an influx of people who were like the new influ- influencers of men. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to influence you and be the finance bros and teach yes. you everything. And, yep. you know, and I have no problem, like you said, Dave, with people who actually know what they're doing. But we just saw a lot of People who we know were pretty dumb taking on that yeah. role. Yeah, it's, uh, it's when, when the dumbest people that you know start championing a cause, it's normally time to get out. <laughs> um, and that is exactly right. I mean, the, the people that were the ones that were the most vocal about the digital currencies uh, were the people that didn't really know what they were doing. They would just, it was like a Ponzi scheme, right? Or they were trying to hawk, hawk on the people who were, you know, maybe a little bit more influenceable and be like, hey, if, I, if you buy into what I'm selling you, I can teach you for $50 a month how to, you know, utilize Bitcoin and to your advantage. It's like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't get it personally for me. Like shout out to everybody who made money on Bitcoin. I didn't, I didn't get it. And maybe I'm the stupid one. Maybe I'm the one to be laughed at. I haven't made any money yet. I've lost money. I think a lot of people know. A lot of people have lost money because if you didn't pull out at a certain point. Around the Super Bowl when it was just like the the number one advertised thing. Yeah. I bought into it and that's already down 50% from what I bought. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, 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 it tends to be a scam, but like Bitcoin, there was upside to it. Like I actually knew some people that made a lot of money off of Bitcoin, but those people were not like the influencers. They were like actually making money. They're like, I'm not telling anyone how to do this. Right. Because you don't want a massive influx of people because that means that they can pull out and then all your money is gone. Just like Chris said. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that struck me as just like such an obvious scam was the NFTs. And like everyone oh, yeah. is all about the NFTs. I didn't and get that. Still don't. Boy, still don't get it, right? Uh, this is probably the poster child for NFTs and just how big of a scam they were. Uh, somebody bought an NFT of Jack Dorsey. If you're not familiar with who that is, that's the founder of Twitter. Of Twitter. Originally. Yeah. Well, once um, upon a time. Yeah. Back in the day, he, he was the one that founded Twitter. And uh, he, he tweeted, just setting up my Twitter. And that was the that was the whole thing. That yeah. was the NFT, the first ever tweet of all time. First ever tweet of all time, and somebody paid two point nine million dollars for that. Would you like to guess what that tweet, that <laughs> NFT, oh. is worth today? Uh, I mean, two hundred thousand. No, yeah, uh, there's no way. If you're if we're talking about this, it's got to be such a absolute dump. Two point nine million dollars is what it was paid for. I'm going to uh, say like twelve hundred bucks. Way under. 
What? $3.77. Oh, my gosh. Has there been a bigger <laughs> bust in the history of the world? I mean, that's up there. Well, because I think that people were trying to take stake claim and take claim on all of this digital where they thought that art was going to live and, you know, this is going to be the new museum of, you know, a digital collection. And yeah. for anybody who, like, I don't know, you don't have to be a real visionary to understand that, like, I'm going to pirate that if I'm going to pirate it. Like, I don't have to, it's like, you, we've seen what Getty Images does, right? Like, if I'm going to just, you can hawk that and then, I mean, eventually you'll probably get slapped with a fine if you're a big enough corporation. But otherwise, what's stopping me from copying and pasting your right. piece of art into anything? Yeah, so the, the guy that so bought stupid. this thought that he was going to flip it. So $2.9 million is what he paid for it. He tried to sell it for $48 million. Yeah, right. And the, <laughs> highest, an the highest bid was 6800 bucks. I think I remember that, he yeah. thought He was... He thought he was going to sell something for $48 million. Can you imagine listing your house for $48 million what, and then the highest bid you get is less than seven grand? Right. Wow, what a miscalculation. Like, the, like some of the most famous art pieces in the world cost that. Right. Like things that you find at the MoMA and the Louvre. Like you can't even, um, you cannot even touch the tweet. Why you can't even put it, like I said, into an art museum. Why would you ever think What do you do for a living? I, I own an image. I own a tweet. <laughs> and Ooh, also bro. one of the things about art that's the, a lot of wealthy people enjoy about art is that you can generate that as a appreciating asset so you can yes. start selling it to all of your friends and, and whoever else funneling in order to money, funneling yes. money through yeah. it. And you can't funnel an NFT. You know, it just dawned on me. I had a bunch of friends to get into the NFT thing like for sports and stuff. Yeah, how'd that work out? Uh, I haven't heard from them in quite a while. May it's wanna, weird. May want to check on yeah, it. Wellness check, yeah. yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Be honest. Have you ever parked in a handicapped spot even though you're not handicapped? I know at least one of you has, so who is it? Message deleted. It's not me. I won't do it. Yeah. I, I, I There's certain things. I mean, like, Mahoney will talk about just running red lights in the morning if there's no one around. Like, I don't have that in me. I'll break all kinds of laws. I'll drive 150 miles an hour on the way to work. But not but I, that one. I will not ever run a red light. So. Let's well, Audrey, it's you. I knew it was you. In my parking garage. Currently? There are five, like, there's five or six parking floors. Uh-huh. And the parking spots that are usually available that no one ever parks in. Are the handicap spots? Are those. Yes. And if I got a lot of groceries, <laughs> I'll form a little limp. You, you know what I mean? Like I'll start walking in with person. a little bit of a limp. <laughs> Just God. so. You, fake you're it. faking it. God. So my dad has a handicap pass because he had back <laughs> surgery like 10 years ago. And he just kept it? Do he, they, he, they don't expire? He, no, yeah, he keeps it. No, he's, he's, he's legit supposed to have it, but he's okay. fine. He can walk. He has no problems. So he only uses it in those situations. But I've taken his pickup truck before. And like pulled up to Lowe's and been like, all right, well, I'm just going to put this up in the mirror real quick. So you do it too? <laughs> yeah. What? I've done it a couple times, man. What? Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Listen. Y'all are terrible. I've lived there for a while now. And there, it, it, I'm not the first to do it, Look, is all I'm going to say. I know the feeling because I've done that too where I pulled up to a grocery store. I'm like, okay, 
I don't do it at the 80, grocery. 80 handicapped people are not simultaneously going to pull up right now and need all of these spots. I'll but pull up in a to-go time, order place real quick. Why is it that we're getting shame for parking spots but not the stalls? That's not the same. <laughs> there are it's worse. not a handicapped stall. That is a handicapped stall. Not exclusively. Not exclusively. It's not just your poop stall and, your, and the handicapped stall. Not exclusively. Um, handicapped parking spaces are exclusive. <laughs> yes, it says it on the oh, side. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, but for sure. But also. If you're in the stall and a wheelchair pulls up, how guilty are you going to feel? Well, I mean, I, I'm going to feel bad, but I'm not going to, like, pinch it off. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Please leave a message after the tone. So what's the furthest you've gone to avoid human interaction? So I will purposely park my car in the way back of a parking lot just to stay away from people. Message deleted. Man, we were talking with our boss about this a couple of weeks ago, and he was so mad because he goes to the self-checkout at the grocery store so he doesn't have to have human interaction. Really? And it was malfunctioning for whatever reason, and it was driving him crazy because he's like, I don't want to talk to anyone, and here I am having to talk to them. You got to wait for the attendant to come over yeah. and help. You got to wave them over. And- yeah, no, I, there, there, there is no avoiding human interaction for me, though. My the entire life is just chaos. I'm so chatty that I that the uh, only time I ever feel like I'm I want human inter- interaction is like if I'm going to the grocery store. I don't want to bump into somebody who I don't know way more or who I do know rather way more than me having a cute little tiny conversation with a cashier. I would rather that all day. What what makes you think that your conversation is cute and tiny? <laughs> because first of all, it's long and exhausting. It's not. Shut up. It's not long and ago- exhausting. I like how you envision yourself and just like, hello, I'm Audrey. Yeah, because everybody loves me. You met me. You met me and loved me. So Chris, what do you mean? I'm charming. I know this about me. Oh, my God. vanity it seeps into my daily conversation of life. So I, that's rude of you, Dave. Now I'm gonna walk around with some imposter syndrome, like I'm not chatty and great. I'm just saying. I'd, you are so mean. What do you uh, mean you're just saying? Drunk and chatty, conversational little Audrey is amazing, by the way. Uh, we I went out for drinks and had Chris pick me up because I didn't want to call Uber. And I, I said, I'll give you a proposition. You can pick me up or you cannot. <laughs> text me on Saturday. That's exactly how she worded it. In multiple texts, I have a proposition for you. And you're like, uh, Next text. Uh-oh. She goes, you can come pick me up. And uh-huh. then next, or next text message, you cannot. <laughs> and so you went and picked her up, didn't I you? Went Dude, and her up, I mean, listen. It's a good friend. It is a great friend. Yeah. And he is a fantastic friend for doing that because I was toasted. What, toasted. what made you not want to call an Uber? I don't even know if I would have been able I to use my phone. I don't think she was phone. capable of it. I listened to her. Thumbs. <laughs> I listened to her call the pizza place and order pizza and wings, and it was epic. <laughs> I was having conversations calls, with them, like, too. She's like, yo. What sauces you got? They're like marinara, ma'am, and ranch. Like, what do you me want? A, give me out, give me marinara. Give me a bucket of ranch. <laughs> hey guys, uh, biggest pet peeves. Uh, number one, talking with your mouth full. Can't stand it. I will tell you to shut up. Number two, speaking of grocery stores. When people are walking down the aisle on their phone texting, I will literally run into your... I hate that. (laughs) And I've done it before, and I'll do it again. Have a great day. What if we're looking at our list on our phones because it's not 1950 and I don't ever have a pen and paper? My list is on my phone. But you can move to the side of the aisle. Oh, yeah. I'm a total... I'm not, like, just hogging up the aisle. Spatial awareness is such a key thing for me. I know that we talked about that. A few days ago, but um, yeah, man, like if you're blocking a whole ass aisle in a grocery store, you deserve 
to get a can of soup to the head. Listen, yeah. I'm not trying to be ageist here. But there's a specific age group that blocks the aisles. I don't know about that, man. I, don't know. I, th- I think it's just people that have no idea of their surroundings. I, I am about ready to heel smash into some old lady every day. <laughs> Hulk heel smash. It's the same thing with the parking lots. The people that will walk right in the middle of the parking lot aisle while you're trying to ah. find a parking what are you spot. Doing? And that's what why I park in the handicap spot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Audrey was gassing herself up last week because she had some friends that were coming into town and she knew that Saturday was the big day where you were going to go out and have a brunch. And when I say a, br- a brunch, like you girls are going to go out and rip it up. Yes. And you knew that. I did. And so you like psych yourself up for these sort of I things. I have to. I have to mentally prepare. You cannot, I am I am at the age, actually I've always been like this. I'm not going to say it just because I'm 31, but I am the person where you have to tell me in advance that I'm going to do something so that I can mentally prepare and prep outfits or just, I don't know, the mental stamina that I'm going to have to have for the day. Like I have to know. Same thing for even just meetings. If it's not in my calendar, it's just going to throw me off. My entire day is thrown off. Also, um, do you never just have spontaneous days where you just go out and just have a rip-roaring good time? No, I'm, I'm... so as much strange. as a person of routine that you are, I cannot believe you can't bro down on on that with me. Like I, that is semi in my like. I would say that's routine for me and it, for my entire life. If I don't have that structured as a part of like what I am looking forward to or have planned in my day, uh, uh-uh, I'm, pa- I'm totally out. Partying is not routine, though. It's not. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I guess if it's not in my calendar, if I'm not prepared for it, if I don't know that on a Friday night I'm going to get dinner or if on a Friday night I'm going out on Monday, it's not probably so, going to happen. What? Or by that's Wednesday. Wild. That's or wild by like me. Wednesday. That's wild. But me. I've always been like this my my whole life. <laughs> You're like, okay, uh, Saturday, July 20th, get drunk. <laughs> Starting well, at 9 a.m. It's because you got to find outfits. I think maybe because for girls... If I don't have enough time to find no, what I'm going to wear, it becomes it. chaos. Yeah. And I like to be able to control that environment so if how, I can. how did you prepare for your big brunch on Saturday? Dude, I slept and slept and slept and slept and slept. You were teasing me because you were texting me about how our... <laughs> If I had just woken up from a nap because yeah. I had posted on Instagram on my story. Uh-huh, yeah. And you were like, did you just wake up? And you had. It was like 3 p.m. I was like, yeah, man, yeah, I just woke yeah, up. Yeah, just woke up from like a five-hour nap. Yeah. And then <laughs> I went to go work out and uh-huh. got some food and came back and slept some more. So what got me, and Chris, I haven't told her this yet, but so I know that Saturday is the big brunch day that she's been preparing for for, a, you know, a fortnight. Yeah. And she, I wake up on Saturday morning and I'm just kind of doing my thing. You know, like I said, my wife and daughter are out for a little run and stuff. And, you know, it's getting to be a little bit later in the morning. And I know that Audrey's brunch is, I would assume, supposed to be around this time. And I'm on. So you're looking? No, 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 no. I'm just on social media. And I see that you have updated your LinkedIn on Saturday oh, morning. Oh, that morning, yeah. I'm like, what? Audrey's supposed to be out. She's been preparing for a month. 
to go get lit at brunch, and she's updating her LinkedIn on Saturday morning. I had morning. a lot of time in the morning. <laughs> what did you update it with? Just, just a post? I updated my picture, or? and yeah. then we oh. started a new job here. But... In case you did something that jeopardizes your job, you're ready for the next one? <laughs> just, no, I, I'm going to get my resume ready just in case I get arrested. No, because everybody had been talking about LinkedIn recently, and I was like, well, you know what? I never, ever update my LinkedIn ever, and it still had that we had been working at our two companies ago company. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, how unprofessional is that? So, so <laughs> changed it. How was the brunch experience? It was fun. So yeah. I have, I was just telling you uh, this off, uh, off mic, but- I can have fun if I am enjoying the company that I'm in, no matter where I'm at. Like yeah. if it's a 130 degrees outside and we're on a hike, if if I'm with people who I enjoy being around, I'm going to have fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like give me a miserable scenario. If I'm with proper people, I will make the most of it and have a blast. Um, with that being said, where we were and what we were doing, I didn't really enjoy it. And I think that that's, I was being a brat. I think that I am just a, I want to hear what you have to say, person. Yeah. Like, I don't want no, loud music. I want good cocktails. Yeah. I want craft yummy cocktails mm-hmm. in, a situ- in a scenario where there's probably like light piano playing. Light piano. <laughs> <laughs> or something, you know, like, but I mean, I'm an environmental person. Like if, if everything is all gas, no brakes, I'm kind of like Mahoney in that way where it's like, I, there, if there is tequila happening, there's, it's full pedal to the metal. I can't yeah. go backwards. So yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed the people I was with. And did it kill you? Were you okay on Sunday or? I was like exorcist puking by the time I got back home on Saturday. Really? Oh yeah. And I don't ever same day puke, but it was a blessing that I did because Sunday, Sunday was easy. So you got the devil out. I did. It was like, Satan. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney show. When you're looking for love. Hey baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's out there looking for love, and some people think if they don't have that that shot in person to express how they actually feel, maybe if they take it to Craigslist, they'll finally get over the hump. And this one is all car-based. And Audrey, tell me, if you're being honest when it comes to dudes that work on cars, there's an appeal there, right? Uh... What? No? No? I've always felt like when I've been working on my car. Of course you do. That I, that, like, I'm a manly man. Look at me out here. You come in covered in grease yeah. like this, baby. And I, I always thought that was a good look, and maybe not. Okay. Dang it. Don't, don't let Audrey's opinion stray you away from that, man. Just oh, it's just, no, it's just it. so funny what you think is for the female gaze versus what's actual female gaze. But I, what if I actually fix your car? Cool. There's nothing hot about that? No? I mean, right. there is something hot about dudes doing deuce things, if that's what you're I mean, you to. never see the maintenance man with, like, a flock of girls, I guess. So, yeah. uh, this this first one is a woman for a man. It's entitled Tire Guy at Toyota Express West. Cool. You are the tire guy at West Toyota Express. You came to greet me at my car. Your name starts with a D, and you said you commute from Rockford. Loved what I saw. Hope you see this. Is that dude for dude? No, that's woman for man. Mm. That's not woman for man. I love what I saw. No, what I'm saying is that's probably a man pretending to be a woman searching for this guy. There's just just no one. What woman is like, I love what I saw. No, that's just not how we talk. 
It's just not how we talk. Stop ruining our fans. Yeah, 833, yo dummy. Okay. Please call and prove Audrey wrong. Sure, Chris. I'll tell you as a woman that that's just not how we talk. Uh, this next one is a man for a woman. It's entitled Cute Blonde Girl That Almost Ran Into Me at Safeway. To the cute blonde girl that almost ran into me in the Safeway parking lot, I was pulling out, and you almost hit my car. I came out of my vehicle, visibly disturbed, and I noticed your concerned reaction to my approach. Upon reaching your window and seeing your smile and beautiful face, your beauty calmed me down. I guess you should have run into me in that way. I could have gotten your number. You did apologize, and I thank you for that. Audrey hates these things. I know, no, it's not that I hate them. It just is so funny because I feel like so many, there's so much fantasy that's put put in here. It's Craigslist, man. What do you expect? Uh, this next one, woman for man, tell me if you believe this one, okay? Okay. Looking for a mechanic who goes by the name Bubba. Contact- <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> true. Contacted him by putting brakes on my car, but his phone is disconnected. He lives in the Irvington area. If you see this or if you know who he is, please have him contact me. Tell him it's the Forerunner girl. He'll know exactly who I am. Offering a small reward to whoever helps me find him. Whoa. It's not much, but I know that you'll appreciate it. She really wants her some Bubba. Yes, she does. Okay. Go ahead, girl. Or some brakes. He must know how to handle a wrench. I mean, I feel like that was just her <laughs> just trying to figure out who was help working on her car before. Yeah, like maybe like the job's only half done. Yeah, like <laughs> I <laughs> put brakes on I one feel like wheel. she probably just gave not? him a lot of money up front. Yeah. You gotta remember how guys interpret everything. <laughs> so though, we're saying like, this yeah. is like sexy, like she's trying to track him down. She's like, no, she's like dog the bounty hunter out here. Yeah. She's trying <laughs> yes. to track him down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang it, you're right. Uh, and the final one here is girl at Camel, Camelback Volkswagen. This is a uh, man for a woman. And the grammar is a little busted up here, so I'm just gonna read it verbatim. Tuesday, July 18th, approximately 8 a.m. You're wearing black leggings and black shirt and come to pick up gentlemen in silver car. Before you leave, you go inside Volkswagen building sales department for a couple minutes and back to gentleman car. You watch me a few times. Whoa. I'm the brown Ford Ranger guy. If you see this, text me what shirt words have in the back. You sure do rev my engine, vroom, vroom. Oh, God. He thought that's, that ending line was going to sure do rev my engine, vroom, vroom. Dave at Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So we've all had roommates before, and there can certainly be arguments about bills, but would not recommend shooting your roommate over the bills. Uh, no? Yep, because then you're going to have some legal bills to go along with it. A man in Florida was arrested after deputies say that he shot his roommate during an argument over the bills. Shooting took place at the home. At 7 a.m., which strikes me as a really strange time, unless you've been up all night doing coke. Like, what? Why are you arguing at 7 a.m.? I don't know. Bills? If you've got money problems, they keep you up. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, he was transported to the hospital, two gunshot wounds, one in the back and then one in the abdomen as well. Uh, he's probably going to be just fine, but the roommate who shot him is now in custody, and again, whole slew of new problems. Speaking of being in trouble, um, don't you hate it when you're in big trouble, but you're also very hungry? Mm, that's a tough situation to be in. A woman was accused of drunk driving after her late night run to McDonald's. She got pulled over, and while she was sitting there at the intersection, she got pulled over by the cops because they noticed that she was kind of looked a little bit wobbly. And uh, when they asked her what she was up to, she said, I've been at McDonald's. And the officer noted that while he was talking to her, trying to assess what was going on with the situation, she started eating her burger. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Dude, that'd be me. 
Yeah, the officer said he noticed the smell of alcohol coming out of the car, but there was also a hamburger in the front seat, and she just started getting into it. She mm-hmm. told the officer she'd been to the local bar, admitted to drinking just two vodka sodas. It's always two. Yeah. Which makes it really tricky. If you do get pulled over and you've actually had two, you can't say, I've only had two, because you might still be fine to drive if you only had two drinks. But if you say that, it means 12, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she uh, ended up getting uh, getting busted because even with the burger in her stomach, still failed the field sobriety test. And speaking of fast food, police in South Carolina said an assistant manager at a Burger King served customers' fries out of the trash. <gasps> Police have been called to the restaurant for a disturbance. When they got there, they found two women identified as customers arguing with the staff. The officer arrested the women, charging them with disorderly conduct. But two days later, the department received a complaint that fries had been tossed into the trash were being served to customers. Jamie Major, the assistant manager, allegedly put the discarded fries into the tray and then just mixed them in with freshly cooked ones. Oh, why? <laughs> why? You already have fresh cooked ones. So you, like, you got to drop all the charges against those women, right? Like, if they're screaming at the staff because they'd gotten trash fries. Like yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to fight somebody over that. Absolutely. In, in, yes. in South Carolina, for sure. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover, Cover Your Ears A Dave and Mahoney. Hey, Bill is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Bill? Good. How you doing? Excellent, man. Got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You're trying to figure out the original artist and song. Uh, you can tag in Audrey as a lifeline if you need her, but maybe you won't. Maybe you can just knock this out of the park yourself. Um, some of these, pretty popular. I mean, we have one that's got like 1,800 views. We also have one that has three views. So uh, let's see how you do on this first one. Good luck to you, brother. views, maybe for a reason, but that's 30 seconds. Do you know it on your own, or do you need some help there? Uh, Yeah, that's Take It Easy by the Eagles. Pretty easy indeed. Well done. You're on the board with a full point. All right, 30 more seconds on the clock. Here we go on to song number two. This one is the most popular one. 1,800 views on this bad boy. I get up around seven, get a little better by nine. I don't worry about nothing, because why is a waste my time? Starts around seven. We get to the stage around nine. Get on the bus about eleven. Saving a drink, feel fine. We've been dancing. That guy was very impressed with his guitar skills. I was gonna say those strings sound loose. Yeah. And I can I can kind of see why. Like he knows what he's doing. Uh, do you know it? Yeah, that is Mr. Brownstone, Guns N' Roses. There you go, brother. You're doing great. That is a full two points. All right, here we go on to number three. This is. The least popular one. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha. drum for and 
Yeah, brother. Yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I hate that almost as much as the original. That's uh, Cherry Pie by Warren. There you go, if brother. He, if he wouldn't have said Cherry Pie at all, <laughs> I would not have known what that man was singing. It sounded like a parrot stuck in a blender. It did. It was pretty horrible. You're right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Final one. And it could be the final one. If you can get a full point, you still have a lifeline if necessary. So, again, you can get the win right here either with some help from Audrey or on your own. Uh, this one's got 48 views. Here we go. Here's your ticket, pack your bag, time for jumping overboard. The station is here. Closing up, but not too far. Maybe you know where you are. Fighting fire with fire. Well, oh, you might need a raincoat. Shake down. And we'll have to stop it right there, but it was leading right up to it. Do you know it? I know the song is uh, Burning Down the House, but I don't know who sings it. Audrey, can you bring it home for Dude, him? Dude, I feel like that's all I got, too. You can't even get a halfie. Okay, let's think this through. Uh-huh. Because that's all I knew, too, Dave. Burning Down the House I was thinking, is I was like, correct. Burning Down the House. Okay, yeah. I can't. Uh, I don't know. He can't win with a halfie. No, I mean, there there is one more song, if necessary, but... I don't remember it. You can... No? Mm-mm. Okay. We'll give you a half point. It's Talking Heads. No, talking no, heads. I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. I would have not gotten that. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, final one. And, Audrey, you didn't help out at all, so you're still available as a lifeline. <laughs> okay, sorry. Listen, that was tough. You know, you just expect me to know everything, I know, but I just didn't know that one. Okay, here we go. Uh, last one. Good luck. We ain't broken up the good just an hour before. Oh, 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 oh. Now I'm staring at the body that's dancing across the floor. Oh, 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 oh. Wind it down right there. 30 seconds up. Bill, do you know it for the win? Uh, that is the breakup song, and I think that's the Greg Kim band. You got it, brother. Well done. Nice. Didn't even need me. Yeah. And I didn't realize how many ah-ah-ah-ah-ahs were in there if it's not saying by him. And I don't know why, but I feel like if you upload that song to YouTube, you deserve exactly 73 views, which is what it has. Oh. That is precisely the number that I feel like that song deserves. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we talk about movies that are just like, okay, we don't really have a plot here. We're just going to put a whole bunch of stars into it. Do you find the appeal of that? I mean, you were talking about Barbie earlier, Audrey, where, you know, you've got big names in Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie and then Oppenheimer, the same thing. Like We didn't even know that there were some of the biggest names in the world in that movie, you know, with Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon alongside Cillian Murphy. But when it's like a Fast and Furious movie, do you get drawn in when they're like, okay, we're going to add Snoop Dogg into this? No, but whenever you create a movie like This is the End and you have every superstar ever in that movie, I'm here for that. So the reason why I bring it up is because The Expendables, are you familiar with that franchise? Because mm. we're coming up on The Expendables 4 now, Chris. No, they're making a fourth one. They're making a fourth because one. Because they need a fourth one. Isn't yeah. that Chris Hemsworth? 
No, so that's Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statham oh, no, and Randy I'm... Couture and Dolph Lundgren and Terry Crews has been in some of them over the years. So this is just a boxing every movie? action star of all time. No, it's a military movie where they just blow stuff up. I mean, I've seen The Expendables, and I will say, as far as like big, dumb action movies... It takes a cake. They're pretty enjoyable. I mean, you've got yeah. all the biggest stars in the world, but I mean... I've never watched any of them, so. They're big budget as well, so I mean, like, when they're blowing stuff up, like, they're blowing stuff up, brother. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're like, all right, we're going to take fun. an actual, like, old military jet and just eviscerate it. And Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I love Dolph, man. <laughs> uh, but this one, uh, the reason I bring it up is because they've decided they're going to add some some more names to it. So alongside right, that got- huge list that I just rattled off, they're also introducing into the mix Megan Fox... And fifty Why? and fifty cent. Okay, you know what? Fifty cent. I, even though he's not an action star, I'm, I'm here for it just but because I mean, he he's so buff and monstrous looking that he'll kind of fit the bill. Megan Fox is an action star. No, Megan Fox is more of an action star than Fifty Cent. Yeah, like that's what, I, what like when they start just adding in like these musicians because they have a following. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's true. And I, and 50 Cent is not a good actor at all. I mean, I, really, neither act? is Megan Fox. I've but seen I mean, him, uh, what's the show that he's on? Um, like Power or something like that. I've seen like clips of it. Oh, and, he's actually done like acting like, like he's, he's got a yeah, TV he's show. Had, oh, does he's, he really? Okay. He's also had a movie. Yeah, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, all right, so maybe I'm giving him too hard of a time. Uh, he was in the Jake Gyllenhaal boxing movie, Southpaw. Okay, I didn't yeah. see that either. Yeah, but yeah. And he, was, he was supposed to be the, the bad manager. Yeah, I mean, 50 is actually... Whatever. We'll say that they're both fine actors, both Megan and 50 Cent are, but like you're right. You're bringing them in on the fourth movie. It seems kind of like you're stretching. You're just like plopping people in there. And like everyone knows there's not going to be any sort of real storyline to this movie. They're just adding more people into it. Uh, Megan Fox, I'm kind of here for because like her with like a machine gun's kind of hot. But yeah, yeah, like 50 Cent, I just. Machine Gun Kelly, not hot. Oh, that's a good machine gun joke. Yeah. Yeah. This is David Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey, give me some ideas how to cool off. I'm freaking dying out here. Message deleted. I have no ideas. It is impossible. I felt like such a boob uh, this weekend, and people are going to roll their eyes when they hear this, but... So I was getting my hair cut last week and I was talking to the girl who's cut my hair and she was talking about how, you know, she also has kids and enjoys swimming in the summer. And I was like, yeah, I heard that, you know, some people had suggested putting ice in your pool to cool it down. And I'm like, but that's, that's there's no way that works. She's like, no, it actually does. And so I was talking to my wife about it and I was like, should I do it? Should I do this much? <laughs> I mean, of course it works, but how much ice do you have to put in there? Well, I got 15 bags of ice. Oh, you got oh actual bags of ice. And so I, I went out looking for, like, blocks of ice mm-hmm. because she's like, it's kind of fun. Like, the kids actually enjoy, you know, pushing the ice. Yeah, so, the ice like the, the pool, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. like, you know, throwing it in there, but then you can kind of play with it and, like, bat it around and stuff, like their little seals. Use it as a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> like an iceberg. And But I couldn't find blocks of ice anywhere. I went to three different grocery stores. Nobody sold blocks of ice. It was all just bags of ice. And so I'm like, this definitely is not going to work. But I'm pot committed at this point. I'm going to do it. The kids know that, you know, I'm out getting ice. You know, I've got Olivia with me. And so it's kind of an experience sort of thing. And it kind of worked. It brought it from 91 to 88 degrees. Oh, okay. So, so you just needed like 15 more bags. You yeah. needed 30 total. And you needed 30 total bags. Uh, you know, I 
again. I, Are I, these I, like four pound bags too, like giant bags? They were the biggest ones that I could find, but no, right. they were only the two pound bags because okay. those are the biggest ones that I could but find. But did you get anywhere. to do that dad thing where you were smashing it down on the, yeah, on the concrete? Yeah, it up and yeah. smash it down and then they're all dumping it in. It was kind of like a fun, cheeky thing to do um, until uh, my baby pooped in the pool. It was the oh, first poop in the pool no. experience that happened this weekend. So now you have hot, poopy water. Awesome. Yeah, it's such a it's such like a, a Vegas day club. I was waiting for you to say that you peed in the pool and brought the temperature up a little bit. Ah, the pee in the pool is fine. Poop in the pool, not great. Not great. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, I was calling because I just had a really weird interaction. So I, I go to this gas station to go get coffee, and, I, and as I'm walking out, I see a dude walking towards the door. So I walk out, and I hold the door for him, and he stops just shy of going through the door. And he's looking at me, and then I'm looking at him, and we stare for a good five seconds. And then he goes, what are you waiting for? And I'm like, well, I'm just holding the door for you. And he goes, do I look like an effing F-word? I'm like, Jeez. okay. And as I let go of the door, he reaches in to hold the door and walk in. And in my mind, I'm like, why? What was the point? I mean, I, I thought that was weird, but whatever, man. You do you. Message deleted. That is very weird. I don't understand people that don't take common courtesy well. Like yeah. That's a totally normal thing to do. And if you're so massively insecure that you can't walk through a door that another man is holding, you got to have a conversation with yourself. Like, what what is buried there, buddy? And why are you so worried that it's going to come bubbling out if you walk through the door? It's not the closet door. Just go ahead. One of the things that I don't get, though, is the putting a seat between you and your and your friend who you're, like, out at a movie with. What are you talking about? No, that's, wait, that, wait, that, wait, that is wait, totally normal. Wait, wait, wait. That yeah, is yeah, totally yeah. normal. You don't want you to be seen that you're on it's a not, date. It's not that at all. <laughs> it's that we both want to manspread, and yeah, right. we just need more room. Yeah, we don't need our thoughts touching. It's a uh, physical thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 You're wrong there. No. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's Yeah, for sure. It's the same thing with like a men's bathroom stall. Like you do not stand next to the urinal if you don't have to next right. to another individual. That, that is Put correct. That space in there. Yeah. Men need space. Mm-hmm. That's what you don't get. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Men need space. Yeah. What is that? I might have just ignited something right there. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you didn't ignite anything. I'm, Stop. I'm I'm comfortable with that. I think that y'all have some some self searching that you need to do to put no. a space between you guys. It has nothing to do with it being another. <laughs> also, dude. just look over if you're in the stall. Just do a little looky loo. No. See what's up. Just be like, hey man, what's up? Nice. Yeah. I feel no, like if guys treated the bathrooms like yeah. girls treated the bathrooms, y'all would have a lot more fun in life. That's called being a hammer hawk. Like you can't just be in there like see? perusing. But that, you're not. That's see, it's not perusing. So you say that for every girl that's in there drunk in the in the bathroom is perusing other girls when they're complimenting and sharing lip gloss and you're doing all lip that. Gloss that's, and feeling each other's boobs. Yeah, man, you're a little different. That's like why dating. is it different? Guys, don't, it's guys don't talk in the bathroom, period. No. Right? We, we don't There's a talk. no talking zone. I don't, like Boring. It. I don't like it when people even Boring. at work are like, hey, how are you? I'm oh, like, it's not the worst, in here. dude. Not in here. The worst. No, not in here. This is the oh, no boring. talking zone. Boring. Oh, man, we're here to do business. Why do you mean? You're in the bathroom. Yeah, shut we're up. We're going to a movie. No, no business. We're not going to be friends right now. Leave yeah. me alone. You went to the movies with your friend. I know, but not to the bathroom. <laughs> if you guys won the big one, the big lottery, what would you spend it on? I would take all my relatives, all my family members, on vacation to Hawaii for two weeks. Now, let's see what you guys would spend it on. Message deleted. Man, I spend a ridiculous amount of time 
unnecessarily planning what I'm going to do Day when dreaming, I win the lottery. I do the same thing. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I've, I've got a plan for when I win the billion dollars. Let's compare plans. What's your plan? I would, it would be Monopoly. I'd start building houses. Really? I, I, I have a place uh, outside got of a... Boulder, Colorado. I'd build a house there. I'll build a house in oh. Manhattan Beach, California. For yourself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You don't want to go through the process of building it, though? I want it all, all me. All, all customized. customized? Yeah. What would you have in your custom home? Uh, they all be one bedroom, one bathroom houses, so nobody could stay over. <laughs> just shacks. Yeah. You just get shacks across so the country. Thirty thousand square foot one bedroom house. <laughs> tiny home. Yeah. A tiny home. Uh, that's that's it. Just one bedroom. That's the only stipulation is no one's gonna stay over. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just get an RV. Nobody no, wants to come I'm and stay over at your RV. I'm not gonna ride around an RV. Yeah. Just get RVs across the country. <laughs> one RV in every state. I would, I, you know what? That's actually a really interesting idea. Is just having an RV that you just drive until you're tired of it and just leave it. And just leave it. And just leave it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just, then just get in another RV and just yeah. start going. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a certain person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? We live in the golden age of complaining on the internet, and that's what... Stop it. Not yet. Sorry, I've been given the power. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Karen Chronicles, and this one... What are you doing? Listen, I'm just testing it out. Uh, this this first one, it's not until we get to the last one. Well, but I, as a future Karen, uh-huh. you know, and in the a making, Karen, I yeah. am trying to make sure that I am going to do this correctly. Okay. Well, uh, this this first one is someone complaining about Yellowstone National Park. So, that's how? incredible. Yeah, how is right. Uh, so four and a half out of five stars. Uh, Dan said five out of five. It's a must-see national park in the United States. The park is vast and so incredible with many geysers. Geysers. Yeah. Geysers, man. Norbert. What about the Gowsers? <laughs> Norbert K. said five out of five. Yellowstone is my favorite national park. I first visited with my family on a cross-country car trip over 50 years ago, and I've been going back ever since. Aww. Thanks for your Thanks, review, Norby. Norbert. <laughs> Karen T., not impressed, said one out of five stars. I went to Yellowstone, and there was no service and no way to update my Instagram. How are people supposed to know where I am at? You can't actually get in any water here either or get close to any of the animals because they aren't nice. Don't you people have somebody on retainer that can make this place more family friendly? If not, what's the point? One out of ten. Two of the four entrances are closed because of a flub ripping out the road. Why not redirect the river? How can I enjoy this park when all I get is these photos that I can't post immediately? That's petty. That's petty. Like- and also, like, at least you didn't get, like, hit by a bison or, you know, like, accidentally walk into a hot spring. She, I kind of wish that she'd gotten gored by a bison. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, she's yeah. mad that she doesn't have service, but she's mad at the roads because of a flood. That yeah, you wanted in, them to right? redirect the river. And also, it's a national park. You think that they're just going to be like, yeah, go ahead and throw up some Verizon towers in here. That's yeah. just not how it works. 
Uh, also, a, uh, a destination. This is Bradford Ice Arena in Bradford in the United Kingdom. Four and a half out of five stars. Marky Marks at five out of five. Bradford Ice Rink is excellent for the money you pay, especially through the weekday, and is excellent to get to. Marky Mark. Dr. Spock said five out of five. Staff, friendly. Coaches, experience, excellent at their jobs. Cafe does a good job, too. And there's an on-site skate shop. Why all of these hmm. faux celebrity names? I don't know. Marky Mark and Dr. Spock? Karen G, not impressed. And one out of five stars. The ice was too cold a mixture of coldness and hotness i went for a family day out and i was horrifically horrified by the coldness of the ice i was skating along the ice possibly daydreaming and then i fell upon my butt the ice was freezing it was ridiculous so i decided to warm myself up after getting the shivers with a warm soup to make my stomach all nice and hot until i burnt my tongue on the flaming hot soup how disappointing I mean, but the roof of your mouth, that is nothing to be playing with. Like, I mean, if you burn your mouth on some hot soup. Well, then you got a little flappy flappy. You get a little flappy flappy. You're playing with your tongue for a week. Wait a minute. This this was in the United Kingdom? Yeah. Shouldn't it have been a British Karen? Oh. (laughs) The ice was too cold. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Oh, boy. Here goes the drama. So... Screaming down the hallway for Elmo. Oh, Who knows no. where she's at? Escape dog. Did you just lose her? She's down at the other end of their what sister station Elmo! trying to say hi. Elmo! And then here I am sweating because she's being social this morning and like sprinting away from me. Uh-huh. Yeah, your oh dog's my too gosh. fast. So funny that you bring that up because speaking of being fast, you want to feel fat. This is something that happened this weekend. Uh, you need to go get Elmo? I gotta go find her. Go find Elmo. <laughs> I'll talk to Chris. Great. So my my wife uh, has decided that she is going to, you know, get in shape. And she's like going to go on this kick and eat healthy and all that stuff. We have a trip coming up to Cabo in a few months for one of her friend's 40th birthday. Perfect way to, to kickstart it, right? right? And so you're like, okay, it's like 40 days away. I'm just going to hone in and all this stuff. And so she's been doing this thing where she'll wake up on the weekends early before the heat really kicks in and go running. Well, my seven-year-old daughter decided that she wanted to go running with my wife. Okay. And I'm like, can you take a seven-year-old out? Because my wife's a pretty good runner. How long does she usually run? And so it depends. Like a couple of miles, though, because she's kind of getting back into it, right? And so she's thinking, you know, like a mile or two miles, just get going. And, you know, the plan was two to three miles was sort of the idea. But because Sienna, our seven-year-old, wanted to go with her, she's like, I'll just run a mile. My seven-year-old daughter goes out there and cranks out a mile in under 10 minutes. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Is she running? At what age in school do you start start actually running miles? I don't. I, like, I, I want to say I, I was like, like middle school. 11, 12 years yeah, old before right? you start. Like you're in middle school. So Sienna's out here running a mile in sub 10 minutes already. And then she wakes up on Sunday morning excited to go running with mom again and runs a mile and a half. And it was so cute, man. Oh, she man. had her little camel back on because she's oh, like, she's already. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to be thirsty, and so she had a little little pack on. But she's out there running a mile and a half. She did two and a half miles this weekend. I'm like, man, now I got to get in shape too. This sucks. <laughs> what has your wife done? <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What are the really neat concert venues you guys have been to or want to go to? Like the intimate little places like the Joint at the Hard Rock in uh, Las Vegas, L.A. Coliseum, Randall's Island, New York. Those are some iconic venues I've been to. And then uh, my favorite 
the gorge in the state of Washington, and I still want to go to the Red Rock Amphitheater in Colorado. Message deleted. Man, there's one that really strikes me because it's kind of part of the origin story for for my wife and I. We had just started dating, um, and we went to Charleston, South Carolina, and there's this little place called the Windjammer, which is right on the water in in Charleston, and it's this cool little venue that maybe, I don't know, maybe 300 people, but it's basically like a bar where like small little bands play, and we were there for 4th of July, and I was like, man, what are the odds that like Edwin McCain or like Darius or somebody like that that's from that area would just happen to be playing at the Windjammer, and I looked it up, and sure enough, Edwin McCain was playing that night, and we went to that show, and it was just awesome. Oh, that's just a fun. great, great time. Um, but yeah, like a little venue like that where you can see an artist that you really enjoy. Um, How romantic was that? Edwin McCain singing I'll Be with you and your wife. Yeah. Just say like, but. but then there's like people out like just like kind of like milling around in the water, just kind of like dancing around. It's at night too, you know, and it's just, it's awesome. Have you ever seen a show at Red Rocks Amphitheater, any of you? No, I've heard so many great reviews, though, from from friends that have been to that amphitheater that it's just iconic. So so this really, really sucks. When I was young, I was out there with my family vacationing, and I wanted to go, and the Sex Pistols were doing a reunion tour. And I might have been, like, 12 years old. I was a punk rock fan as a kid. I was begging my father, please take me to the Sex Pistols. And he knew who they were. He was like, absolutely not. You're not going. <laughs> um, so the, the best he could do was take me there the day after. Because it, when it's empty, you can actually go run through it and walk through the amphitheater. You know? Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People you. jog up and down yeah. like the stairs there. So you can go and tour it. So, so he- I got to go see it the next day when they're picking up the trash <laughs> from the show. Uh, that's actually even more punk rock. Yeah, I didn't want to get. I, I wanted to. Be, yeah. Didn't what do you mean? I didn't want to go to the show. I wanted to see the aftermath of it all. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that that I was kind of skeptical. That MSG sphere. That looks in Vegas, yeah, insane. And I still don't understand what the inside is supposed to look like. I, I saw a couple of videos recently of like yeah. people that are in there working on it that have just shot, and it's it is going to be like fully immersive. Every seat has its own speaker, so you can adjust the volume. Yeah, except but, for the 500 seats that you won't be able to see the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, Ignore that, don't buy, that don't part that's like yeah. right by the front. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, has, because there's a 360 video, like, are you always turning around like every time throughout the show? No, it's just like this whole immersive thing. Like, I still don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be nuts. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah. Are we sitting here? What are we doing? Message deleted. Oh, that was an actual butt dial. We can't, those don't happen very often anymore. I miss the butt dial. Who's out here butt dialing? So that's the, the, the curiosity of this all is that they have to have 833 Yo Dummy either stored in their phone or had to have recently called it. Because I don't think your butt can hit that many numbers in a row. No. And dial. That was Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. For sure, right? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Please leave a message after the tone. Anybody there have ridiculous stories about why people have been fired? Message deleted. I mean, working in the restaurant business, man, you kind of see it all. I mean, there's all kinds of people that get caught, like, smoking pot during their shift. Yeah. All the time. Uh, I worked at a telemarketing place when I was younger where a woman and another guy were fired for having sex in their car in the parking lot on their lunch break. And they also were both married. No! 
Which is the only reason to be having sex in a car as an adult. During lunch, What are you doing? This is Dave and Mahoney. Time to play Tipsy. through the quad. Or Toddler. On Dave and Mahoney. Dan is joining us today for a round of Tipsy or Toddler. How you doing, Dan? Great, great. Have you spent any time around very drunk people or little kids recently? Uh, not really. Not really. Okay, no, no problem. Really. I mean, we're just going to read you some things that were said here, and we're going to do our best to okay. act them out as we feel that they should be portrayed. Audrey, do you feel like a true thespian okay. today? I do. Good. Normally, I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris is jumping in today to help out as well, and you're just trying to figure out if these things were said by a very drunk person or a little kid. So it's tipsy or toddler. And Audrey, whenever you're ready, take it away with number one. You give me a kiss or I, or I, I go crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to go crazy. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) So that's one of those that could go either way. Dan, do you think that is a tipsy person or a toddler? I'd say a tipsy. Tipsy is unfortunately incorrect. That was a toddler. Let's have a listen. You give me a kiss or I, I go crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not going crazy. Okay, no worries. You can get you can get a couple of them incorrect. Yeah. Here we go. All three of us on this next one. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. It went in my eyes. Ow! Ah! You want one cookie before they leave. You want some cookies? I just want my eyes back. Oh, it hurts. Do you have no legs, Lieutenant Dan? I got no leg. <laughs> That's messed up. Jeez. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Or in this case, tipsy people or toddlers? Or maybe a sex person. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, uh, tipsy. Tipsy is correct. Well done. Yeah, that was a that was a group oh. of a very drunk people, I believe. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. I just want my eyes back. Okay. Ow. That hurts. Legs, I got no legs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the board with one, Dan. Uh, here we go. On to the third one. Okay, great. <clears throat> Someone tell Mickey Mouse that I'll waste him. I'll wake up tomorrow and get in a cage with Mickey Mouse and waste him. I'm, uh, and Daffy Duck. I'll whack his duck off his face. I mean beak. I'll whack his beak off of his face. (laughs) 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 Is Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Tipsy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the reference to Mickey Mouse could have thrown some people off, but well done. Someone tell Mickey Mouse that I'll waste him. I'll wake up tomorrow and get in the cage with Mickey Mouse. I'll waste him. I'm Minna and Daffy Duck. I'll whack his duck off his. I meant his beak. I'll whack his beak off his face. All right. Could have gone the wrong way. <laughs> Dan, you're doing great. You got two points. Audrey, whenever you're ready, take it away at number four. And this one, there's a little bit of a note here for you. Okay. It says in a southern accent. Okay. That black, that black truck sitting down there is mine. All I did was work. I put that 12 inch on the other side of the house. That's all I did. Hang out with my friends a little bit. Dan, tipsy or toddler? Tipsy. 
Tipsy, unfortunately, is incorrect. It does sound like something an adult would say, but that was a kid. A butt trip. No. All I needed was work. I put that 12 inch on the other side of the house. So we did. Hang out. I'm a friend a little bit. <laughs> Pretty cute kid. All right, Dan, it all comes down to this. You get this one correct, you win. You get it wrong, and you lose, and you get nothing. Are you prepared? Oh, God. Okay. All right, I'm pressure's ready. on. Pressure's on. Sometimes when you're crying, you got to ask yourself, am I dating a boy or an onion? Stop making me cry. It's over, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that a tipsy person or a toddler for the win? A toddler. Oh, it's a toddler. What do you know? You got it. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, let's, let's have a listen to this one to play us out. Sometimes when you're crying, you've got to ask yourself, am I dating a boy or an onion? Stop making me cry. It's over, Jeff. This is Dave. <laughs> And Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Probably not a huge surprise here. My wife went and saw it over the weekend, but Barbie crushed at the box office and did a lot more money than some people were expecting. $155 million in ticket sales in North American theaters, which actually surpassed Super Mario Brothers when that opened up, and that obviously was a massive hit as well. Also, crushing box office expectations. Nowhere near what Barbie did, right? But Oppenheimer did over $80 million from theaters in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, That was Christopher Nolan's biggest non-Batman debut and one of the best ever starts for a R-rated biographical drama. So, I mean, it's big, big opening weekend for both those movies. So, let me ask you this. When was the last time that you can remember people were doing what they're calling now the Barbenheimer, where you're doing... Both movies in the same day. I can't yep. think of another time that, I mean, 8330 Dummy, if there's been some movies and it's just slipping my brain, I can't think of a double feature day where everybody was so pumped getting dressed up and doing two movies, one of which is three hours long almost. <laughs> so you're taking about three hours of the of your day or six hours of your day to go to the theater. I can't remember that unless you were a kid and you know you just wanted to like get out of the house and you went to two movies just to but do like, it, but not like having movies? the whole. Yeah, like, as a kid, sure, because you have nothing else to, do, to do. But two sure. adults doing that, um, you're right. I mean, back to back features of two movies that are incredibly different. Also, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Oppenheimer, 94% fresh. Wow. And Barbie came in at 90% fresh, which is kind of surprising. The audience and the critics gave Oppenheimer 90, 94% fresh, which is a very strong rating. And same thing for Barbie, both the critics and the audience giving it a 90% fresh. I mean, the absolute star power you have with Ryan Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie on one end. Yep. And then also Cillian Murphy on the other, yeah. I mean, you really can't, I don't think, get two better movies to be opening in the same weekend. Um, I love the Barbenheimer. I think it is so cute seeing everybody dressing up. I cannot wait. I'm going to go see um, Oppenheimer actually this week. But, I, you know, I heard, though, that Barbie, Dave, and you said your wife went to go see it, so you can probably confirm, is kind of sad at the end. 
Yeah, my wife was like, I didn't really like it. Like, I thought it would just, be, just sort of be like a campy, fun movie. And there was like a lot of, she said, I haven't seen it, so I have no idea. But she's like, it felt like, a, like a lot of like man-hating stuff in there. A lot of, like, I heard it was kind of woke, but. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit. She's like, I just didn't get it, you know? Like, I'd, why put that into Barbie? <laughs> but And then also kind of sad also. Yeah, you know? I heard it was like, kind of sad. Wasn't but, it PG-13 too? It, yeah, I think so. It's PG-13, Which, yeah. So it's like obviously not a kid's movie. Not for kids at yeah. all. Uh, Oppenheimer, though, I mean, again, 94% fresh from critics and the audience. And you you mentioned Cillian Murphy is the lead in it. Oh. Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. are also in that movie. And they no one's are? Even ta- no one's even yeah. talking about it because Cillian Murphy has they become that. Yes. <laughs> Emily I thought movie, it was yeah. Cillian Murphy was the only actor in the no, entire movie. Huge, huge name. <laughs> so uh, I- anyway, uh, huge opening weekend at the box office. Barbie and Oppenheimer, both huge, huge winners. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Um, when was the last time that you went on a roller coaster? Um, I would have to say mine was Minnesota growing up in the 80s um, on that uh, Valley Fair roller coaster <laughs> with my boyfriend, Lars, the Scandinavian young man with blue eyes, curly Whoa. hair. I got to go. Message deleted. <laughs> wow, that was more twisted of a story than the roller coaster. By the way, been on that roller coaster at Valley Fair in too, Minnesota. Yeah, I have too. So when you're a relatively poor kid growing up in the Midwest, there is no going to Disneyland and Disney World. Like that is too far. Not even Six Flags in Chicago. It's, yeah, it's none of that Fair. stuff. It's Valley Fair, and it was awesome. That's yeah. all we needed as as kids. Like Valley Fair was one of those spots that. If you got told you're going to Valley Fair, that was like a treat. So, that but that was the thing. last time that you went on no. to. Oh, okay. Uh, it was last summer. It was, we went to uh, Knott's Berry Farm with the uh, with the kids, and I did a roller coaster. And how did you fare? I was fine, but I was also like, this is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forget how scary roller coasters are until I you know. get on them, and you're like, what am I doing? Mm-mm. Like my life is flashing before. I'm like, I have kids, please. <laughs> So, true story, I didn't ride my first roller coaster until I was like 19. Really? Because you were terrified of them? I'm so scared of heights. Are you really? So, when we were kids. Can we strap a GoPro to you and see what happens? Come on, man. You faint. So, we would go to Valley Fair, and my poor sister, like my my dad would always have to ride with her because I was always too scared to do it, you know. But um, I'm still to this day, I rode a roller coaster last year. uh, What What if you start dating a girl? Really hot, and she's super into roller coasters. Nope, no, nope, I'll be saying no. I'm good. No, I'll, I'll still ride. Also, some what of them. girl? You're like in your 40s. <laughs> what girl would you be dating that would be like really into roller coasters? I don't like, actually. If it's tell a normal, people I'm in my 40s. Yeah, if, it's, if it's Chris, he's, he's gonna be dating a 24 year old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but I'll ride some of them, you know. But Dates like age appropriate. Well. <laughs> I remember there was one at Six Flags that was just so terrifying. I was looking up at it, and I was with a group of friends, and I had to do the same thing. And like 35 years old, I'm like, nope, I'm not riding that. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I just want to let you guys know that uh, as long as you've conversated with somebody first, it's okay to make as much fermentated stuff as you'd like. Just be careful. Message deleted. Stop using big words. What? <laughs> As long as you have a, com- is he teasing about words that we've messed up? Conversated with someone, then you can fermentate. Maybe 
and I'm just too stupid to understand that he's making fun I, of us. I, I think, think so. I think we're all too stupid on this one because yeah. I don't get it either. Okay. I currently have a very large bruise on my hip right now because someone decided to try VR for the first time and took things a little too far. Message deleted. Can we just call it like it is? Like the Oculus is not nearly ready for use. Every person that I know that uses that thing regularly always falls over the couch, down a flight of stairs, I love the through Oculus. a window. What are you doing, man? They're fun, Tell- but everybody that has one has it set up in their like tiny apartment yeah. living room. Like you need like a big empty room to do this. Stuff Maybe in. I just have PTSD because we did the virtual reality thing, and this is at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, where it's like one of those big rooms that you go in, you strap on the goggles, you have the backpack, it's you like have the, the gun, legit laser tag yeah, type like experience. You're, you're walking yeah. around in this room and it's like you're shooting zombies and I straight up unintentionally walloped my wife in the face with my machine oh. gun. So, but here's like, the thing. Like, I turn around and... <laughs> That's user error because your wife is in the VR with you. I know. It was so, my fault. So there was I no way around it. So I think this was you just trying to punch your wife <laughs> just in aggression form through VR. Dude, I'm telling you, there is nothing more <laughs> jolting than when you take your little goofy, you're blasting zombies headset off and you're just standing basically in a dark closet and your wife's <laughs> pissed at you. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, you'll be honest with me, right? Sure. I mean, I'm going to try. You know that I love my kids, right? Yeah, for sure. Most of the time. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) dude. So, let me tell you a fun little story from this past weekend. I go in my office, and as you know, like, I had for a very long time a lock on my office that was a thumbprint. Thumbprint lock, like you were uh, a bond Yes. Character. Yeah. And I loved that thing. But my wife allowed it because the office door you could not see from other parts of the house. Well, in this new house, it's got just a regular key, but it's a key to get into the office. But because I had the bad experience, bad fortune of accidentally locking my keys in my office and almost having to break down the door to get in, um, I don't always lock it. Wait, why can't you have the thumbprint lock at the new house? Because it's not a cute enough handle, Chris. Oh, See, that's how it works in my house. <laughs> it doesn't, I see. doesn't match the aesthetic, and you can see the office door from other parts of the house, and so hmm. it does not fly. Uh, I like that you had no concept as to why that would be, no, and that I is just so, such, that's such a normal thing to me that I didn't even think to need to explain that, but you're exactly right. Yes, yeah. that's... Yeah, I'm yeah. also single, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, so I I guess I had not locked my office door, and I went in, and I noticed that some stuff was moved around. And my son, who is three years old, um, I guess had been in my office. Mm. And I knew this pretty quickly, and I also knew that it was him because I looked over at my paper shredder, and there was a bunch of lottery tickets that he had been feeding into the paper shredder. Oh. Now, Did that's, you show him how to use the paper shredder? No, but he'd been in there before when I'd been using it, and so he thought it was really cool. And I would always tell him not to mess with it because I don't want his little fingers getting anywhere near it. Yeah. And also, I didn't know it at the time, I don't want him shredding, shredding things when I'm not in there. And so the good news is I never really win anything in the lottery, so it's not like you know he shredded it. The billion dollar ticket that just got sold or anything like that. Well, you could um, have a, a fifty grand one. You don't know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But um, that wasn't the only thing that he shredded. Oh, okay. This gets better. There was a check to my <gasps> business for a couple thousand dollars that he oh. also put 
into the shredder. No. So what what happens whenever this so, uh, like happens? I mean, do you have to like go back and contact the people who you were working with? Contact the company uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then ask them to reissue the check, and then they have to, of course, verify that the other check wasn't cashed. And so, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but boy, is that inconvenient makes me start to wonder, what all can you put in a paper shredder besides just paper? That would make fun for him. <laughs> Credit you, cards, man, debit cards. I'm so glad because I actually had the title for my car oh, sitting gee, yeah. on the desk until two days ago, and I had just moved it upstairs and put it into the safe. But, yeah. I think this brings back a good argument for why you should have that thumbprint door lock. And a vasectomy. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>